It is July 3rd, 2019, the happiest of Independence Days, 4th of July to all of the listeners out there. How are you all doing today? It is Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. Uh, what an entrance music, because we have back with us my co-host. Welcome back, man. That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm back. Back in action. Last week was a fun episode. We had James Sheridan on. It was a little bit hard of hearing. Just a little. He did his job very well, though. Very knowledgeable hockey and stuff. Yeah, it was well, really good. Yeah, thanks for filling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. We really appreciate you coming on in, in this guy's absence. But we talked a lot about, because um, he's a he's a developmental dude, we talked a lot about college football and all that stuff, which was really insightful. This guy knows his shit. You should have seen, seen us when we were recording. Because he was saying all that stuff, and I'm sitting there like, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know college that, and I know you. You, uh, yeah. you dabble, like I don't know. I, I really I know, don't. Know. I know some, but not as much as him. But we really appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for filling in. Um, but let's talk about how was Vegas, dude? It was good. It was hot. Not like here though. It was more dry hot. It was like one hundred and like five degrees, burning. I didn't get a tan though, which is weird. Makes no sense. It was dry though. Yeah, it was dry. Yeah, so it's humid here. It's I uh, feel like humidity. As soon as I got off the plane, I was like, "Fuck, this sucks." Like I don't want to be here. Like it's too humid. So all right. Well, is this but, is this where what no, happened? No, no, like, no, what no. happened? Uh, Invade. No, bowling was good. Anxious. No, bowling was good. I bowled good two out of three sets, so I was happy for the first two. But I was really disappointed in my last set. But yeah, well, it happens. It's tough for a reason. So, um, but. Poker, I was playing poker. I fucking hate people. <laughs> I felt like I was playing World Tavern Poker. It was miserable. I'm so jealous, man, because I've never I've never been to Vegas, and I'm such a degenerate. Like, it's it's shocking. I tell people that all the time, and yeah, don't they go. can't believe it. Don't yeah, go. I don't, well, Stay. I don't plan on going unless I have, like, $3,000 at least poking a hole at me, so. Stay far away. No, uh, it wasn't that bad. I was, no, I was okay. So... He just did well in roulette, though. No, I crushed it. I I got hot just one day, and like I forgot the one dealer I had. I was like, "All right," I played all my numbers. Like, "What's your birthday?" Because I was just like, "All right, whatever. Who cares?" I hit seven at eight spins that when she was the dealer. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" But like so some like there were like five dollar chips. I was like, "Here, one seventy five here." Play like kept like a hundred, played seventy five, kept another hundred. Then I hit, hit for like. Eight seventy five, I think one day, one spin on thirteen, of course. Hey, all yeah, right. but I kept all, the, kept it, then cashed it in. The next day, I absolutely crushed. All right, got some construction <laughs> going on here. Well, listen, man, it's it's good to have you back. It's good to be it's good to be uh, at the norm here at Mass. So the only miserable thing about my flight, well, my trip was my flight going to Vegas. Had to be the worst flight I think I've ever been on in my life. Going to Vegas, the worst. Was it an airport thing, or was it just like the flight itself? Um, it well, like... it, my flight got changed like four times before I even left. Like weeks before, months before we left. Then we were delayed. We sat on the runway for an hour. We get there on the plane. There's one movie. We watch a freaking Lego movie too, which is horrendous. <laughs> I couldn't really? watch it. And after that, there was no TV. There was nothing. So I literally just sat there bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> they... Six-hour flight, so you think they give you like a meal or something? They gave us the tiniest bag of pretzels I think I've ever seen. Like smallest bag with mini pretzels in it. 
Yeah. All right. We're really gonna do it like that. With this show. <laughs> no, they stopped. They stopped too before we started recording. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, whatever. In any case, um, I don't know if you can hear the banging, but if I'm you sure, can, uh, I apologize. Hundred percent, you could. Uh, sure. So. So I the little bag of pretzels for six hours. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Two cans of soda. You really think it's a hold me over for six hours? I, I don't. Know. I mean, why don't you like go to sleep or something? Like that would be like the norm. I just, I just can't sleep out in planes. I feel awkward. Mm, okay. And plus, I was in the aisle seat, so it was even worse. <laughs> I feel like the aisle seat's pretty good though, and you have no, access I'm, to the bathroom. Anyway, I'm a window you know. seat guy. I gotta sit in the window because I can lean my head on like the side of the plane and fall asleep there, but. Who'd no. you sit next to on the flight? Oh, my God. Some person. Just random person. Literally had their legs full on spread, so I like, literally no fucking room. I'm a big guy, so I need my fucking space. Yeah. Well, that is something else. Fucking God. Anyway. Oh, my God. Fucking... Can you hear me knocking? That yeah. was really corny. I apologize. Um... Well, we have a we have a we have a big show today. So um, I'm sorry that knocking kind of really fl- floored your story. Annoying there. the fucking hell out of me. So guess that we had this all, we had this kid in the friggin' hallway. He's kept making these stupid noises. It was so annoying. So I literally open the door. The kid's on the stairs. I just look at him, like, like <laughs> an evil face, and just close the door. Neighbors are neighbors are the best, man. Dude, oh my god, this fucking guy downstairs! I'm gonna just bang on the floor. <laughs> is it coming from downstairs or yeah, is it like? Because all the neighbors are gone. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. That sounds. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Um. This is this is the problem of not being in a studio. You know. This yeah. is this is you know. I mean, we're not in a studio for now. Down the road, you know. Um, but hey, what are you gonna do? So what the hell could you be banging for this fucking long with the hammer? Like, come on. Like, are you that bad? It sounds like it's the same spot, too. Yeah. Like, what are you hitting? Like, well, how many, like, you're hanging multiple pictures in the same spot? I don't understand. Anyway. Anyway. Let's Let's, 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 let's drown on. this out. Yeah, we got so, a jam-packed show. We have a we have a really big show this week because, uh, we had a, because of last week we didn't have A-Rod here, so we had to kind of pause... But we have our uh, stage five this week of our NFL fantasy preview. We're doing one of your favorite positions. We're doing tight ends this week. Yes. So that's going to be pretty huge. There's a ton of stuff going on with the NBA free agency starting, with NHL free agency starting. Um, uh, there's been a lot of trades and signings and stuff. We'll get into that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, baseball. We're going to talk about um, um, the All-Stars. Uh, not we're not going to really go into it because I mean it's the Baseball's usual too, too long of a season. To it's it's too long of a season, day. but um, and the All Star break is coming up. We have the Home Run Derby coming up, which are because my man Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is playing in it, so uh, it's 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 in, it's interesting. But we'll get into that. We also today um, we are uh, I'm I'm going to dedicate the show today to Tyler Skaggs. Um, you know, rest in peace because that it's a pretty huge loss. There's a lot of yeah, him and also now Jared Lorenzo, we found and, out. Yeah, that, that happened literally 20 minutes ago. Today, so, yeah. um, you know, RIP to those guys. Uh, I'm seeing 45s everywhere, so, um, you know, RIP. But see uh, Patrick Corbin yesterday? Him yeah. Him yeah. and Tyler were best friends, and he wore 45 yesterday. He wrote 45 on the pitcher's mound. And had, like, a dominant game, too. Yeah, he did. He threw a hell of a game. 
and Mike Trout came out and said, "Is he's all I, he's all I'm thinking about at the plate now?" So uh, it's 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 just it's it's a rough it's a rough go of it. So uh, rest in peace. Uh, shout out to the to Major League Baseball in the world for yeah. the loss. It's a pretty big loss. Twenty seven years old, young, it's yeah, our age, yeah. Um, so let's get into it uh, real quick. I want to start off. I want to start off by saying it is a really Really, 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 really good time to be a New York Giant uh, Rangers fan right now. Yes, it is. Not a Giants fan. Not no. even close. New York Rangers. Not definitely not a Knicks fan. <laughs> no, no, definitely not a Knicks fan. But we'll get into that. The Rangers, man, had one hell of a free agency, just to cap off one hell of a draft. Yes, that's what we needed. I'm very. I'm so excited because because was it two weeks ago we talked about. Uh, the Rangers and their power rankings being so low even after the draft. Now, with the signing of Panarin, who now, who, who by the way now, is the highest paid winger in the league. Yep. Seven-year deal, I think, he signed for? It was uh, seven years. I have it right here. Seven years, $81.2 million. That's nice. It's a nice contract. It's real nice. But again, seven years, like we keep talking about in NHL, I mean, these long-term contracts in hockey, they don't... Well, how old is he? He's twenty seven, I believe. So I mean, it's not bad, but right? I, I just don't know how long hockey players play for. Like, well, he's he's done so many things for the for I, it was from the Blue Jackets, right? Yeah, he he did a lot for the Blue Jackets because they looked really good. Um, but he was the guy there. He's going to come on and and he's going to walk on to the first line. It's pretty oh, absolutely. obviously. Well, the, well uh, who else is there on the team? No more well, VZ. There's no more Zabenajad. He's gonna. It's, he's gonna be on the line with Zabenajad. Um, I'm thinking JT Miller, right? He, no, JT Miller's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Who else is gonna be on that front line? There's probably nobody. There's no Zook. Maybe Kreider. Is Kreider. Oh, center? Kreider. Yeah, but I don't know. I still don't know they, what the Rangers are wanna, gonna do with Kreider. They said they want to trade him and VZ, and they traded VZ right for a third round pick, and now it's Kreider's turn to leave. Well, Kreider is Kreider. I mean, it's still it's still a lot of decisions to make with him because they've been talking about trading him away to make up cap space. I don't know where the Rangers are at with their cap right now, but they still have a fucking what thirty eight year old goalie making who needs eight, to go eight point five million a year needs to go. I mean, that's trade him away. Listen, I like I said, I love I love Henrik Lundqvist. He's he's been the king in New York for a while, but you know how long do you think until Igor comes up? He's got what? He's got like two years left in the league, I think. Not before. soon enough before he comes up. He's just making a lot of money. He's he's getting on this cap of for a team that isn't below in the in the rankings, and they're still below, even though they had some crazy moves this off season. It's still going to be a long way away until I personally see them as a true contender in the league. It's yeah. going to be rough. It's going to be definitely a rough couple of years. Plus, you got to also think about the Devils on the other side of the coin here. There's a because it was Devils Rangers one and two in the draft and they got the two best players easily in the draft 100%. without question. Jack Hughes is a stud. He is a stud. Keiko's a stud. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how these two kids grow up playing each other so much. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. You know, same draft class, same everything, and of course Rangers Devils. That's one of the biggest rivalries in hockey. You know, it's going to be interesting to see those players play each other. But you got to also think that the Devils also got. P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban. Fucking guy. 
who so good. He's so good, and it, it's going to be fun to see him play against Panarin. Yeah. So you got two veterans playing against each other, and two rookies going to who are going to eventually play against each other. It's going to be fun to watch for the next few years. These Rangers Devils games are actually going to be pretty watchable now, pretty and not be not I be, want to go to. Exactly, not be two sinkhole fucking teams going at my it. Eyes out watching them. Right. So, but the Rangers, they made a. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with. They traded for Adam Fox, who is a defensive uh, prospect at this point, Stud. but a good one. Absolutely. And then, of course, you can't go wrong with Jacob, Jacob Truba. Yep. Trade. So this is going to be something else, and I don't know what the Rangers plan on doing with Shattenkirk. But I think he is the leader of that defense right now. If they buy out the contract, I think, I think it's going to be... Of, what's his face? Stall. He's still they there. should. They should. The guy needs to go. He's getting worse and worse as the year goes yes. on. And I think it proves it in his numbers every can't year. can't say either. No, no, he can't. So he, need, he needs to go. Which is, why I think, which is why I think the Rangers are going in the direction of younger prospects in Truba and Fox to kind of overtake these guys. But I really don't know what they should do with Shattenkirk. Because I like Shattenkirk, but... They should do maybe keep him for the half a year and the tra- trade him in the deadline. And I think that I think that's what I think that's what's going to end up happening is that come come deadline time, we're going to also see a lot of movement there from the Rangers. We're seeing oh, a yeah. lot of... We're seeing movement from the Rangers now in free agency, which we expected because they had the space to do it. Unlike the New York Knicks. Unlike the... F- We're going to get to the Knicks. Man. You're anxious. We're going to get to the Knicks. We're going to get to the Knicks. I hope Stephen A. Rage. listens to the show. I hope so, too. This is going to be an A-Rod Rage episode. We're going to get to basketball. But uh, just moving forward, like the NHL, it's it's it's, it's exciting. It's, a, it's an exciting time to be a Rangers fan. It's an exciting time to be a Devils fan. Which, for us, because we're Rangers fans. Yes. But we, I know Devils fans. You're with a Devils fan. Yes. So it's going to be even fun for you guys because these teams are growing together now. Well, maybe if you watch hockey this season, and I watch it too. So we'll see what happens. Panarin versus Subban. Eventually you'll Hughes. see Keiko versus Hughes. Yeah. It's, going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun down the road. I hope literally the first game they play each other, they just drop the gloves and just brawl. <laughs> just like that one playoff game. With uh, Tortorella. Oh, my God. Oh, that? That, that's a name drop, Tortorella? My yeah. God. But you remember that playoff game where you put, like, the fourth line in and they just fucking bash yeah. each other's brains in? Yeah, the moment the, the moment the puck dropped on the ice, gloves fell. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that was awesome. Tortorella was a... He was a beast of a, of a manager, though, but... Douche. Um... So it so my my point is it's gonna it's exciting it's good to be a Rangers fan right now I'm looking to go to 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 the Garden I'm actually interested in seeing how the Garden's gonna look this year how I'm not on the basketball side of things but I'm looking to see how MSG is gonna look when the ice is on the court yeah well yeah I'm hopefully, excited hopefully the ice stays on the floor and thank God for this because it's hard to be a New York fan right now unless you're a Yankee fan true. But thank God for the New York Rangers because they they have struggled a lot and now they're looking like they are really really trying to actually they be gave a team. the city some life right unlike <laughs> the Knicks oh my God all right all right well let's talk about basketball let's go down this road then what a free agency that started out oh my God it started out that day started out very interesting because everyone knew 
almost 100% that the Knicks were going to land KD. Yes. But. But. Stupid fucking James Dolan. You moron. KD, regardless, injured or not, is the best player in the NBA by a long shot. Hands down. Do you agree? I'm with it. How do you not offer him a max deal? How? Like, I just don't get it. How do you not well, do it? The, 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 off. the excuse Ex- came excuse. off. Not Keyword. explanation. Excuse. Keyword. That... The Knicks have never done well with pre-existing injuries, which is true, but at the same time, it's just like it's just like playing poker. Yeah. You lose a big hand, it gets in your mind. The next hand's a completely different hand. You have to move forward. It's the same here. You had you had rough history with injuries, but that shouldn't hinder you on because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Or unless unless you're unless you're gonna sit there and tell me that the reason why I didn't offer the max is because your medical staff is not up to date. Like Maybe you don't trust your medical staff. This he just he needs like badly to sell his team. Sell it. I'll buy it for fucking six dollars. <laughs> That's how much the Knicks are worth right now. Six bucks. The Knicks are actually one of the highest highest worth yeah. teams in the world. So. Well, they don't act like it. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. They had seventy million dollars in cap space. That's two max contracts they offered. They could have. They missed out on Kyrie. They missed out on KD. I'm sure they're gonna miss out on Kawhi. Who else is out there? They could have had Clay, but then Clay resigned. They could have had a lot of more people. Okay, I like the Julius Randle signing, but that's about it. I do like the Julius Randle signing. And here's that's another thing. Like you can talk about the Knicks. You like, know Reggie Bullock. Who the like? Who the fuck is that? You, but they. But you have to also see on the on the opposite side of the coin. Now I'm not giving out excuses, but I am saying that free agency so far for the Knicks. It hasn't been the worst thing in the world. What makes it the feel like the worst thing in the world is because we had all this hype. Yeah. And they blew it. Which big time. Which I've said weeks ago. It's gonna happen. The Knicks are gonna do Nick things. All this hype and then nothing. Fucking guy. Idiot. Fucking stupid. Katie and Kyrie going to the Nets. The fact that it, it wasn't even. It wasn't even like. It wasn't even like. It wasn't even a New York thing. No. Because guess what? Now it is. They're now. in New York. Yeah. So it wasn't a New York thing. It was a contract thing. Yeah. And this is Kevin Durant. This is not a humdrum. Fucking you Charles Freewell. Right. This is not you know just anyone off the street. This is Kevin Durant, the best basketball player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's going to be out for a year. Still. But. He's suffered. Kevin You're, Durant. He's going to come back strong. Played by the entire year, get another high draft pick, and there you go. So that's where that's where I come. In. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are looking like they're trying to rebuild with a young team, which is fine. No, it's not. It's fine. The way it, it's, it's not, not fine. It's not it's, fine. It's not fine. It's not the uh, it's not the correct word. It's it's miserable. It's miserable, but it's passable. Horrible free agency, but it's not anywhere near good. Like it's it's a lower than neutral free agency. I could do better. Next year, there's gonna be um, there's gonna be a slew of, of other free agents, but and we're still gonna have some cap space. Yeah, we should have plenty. Of cap but space. 
It's I'm going to say this now. Nick's this is Nick the things. Knicks. They're going to do Nick things. Yeah. So again, I, it's it's going it, to it's another year of putting us through hell. Hell. Hopefully, with with hope that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and there's just not going to be. Also, if the Pelicans come to MSG, I'm going. I really want, I can't wait to see the Pelicans this year. Can't wait. But if they come to MSG, I want to go to that game. See Zion jam all over MSG. <sighs> but one thing I saw that was pretty cool, the Clay, and when he announced that he was re-signing with the Warriors, he put up on his Instagram that scene from Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. I ain't going anywhere. I fucking love it. I started laughing when that I saw that. Now Clay, Clay's. Uh, it, it, it's really funny because the sense of humor he has, but his injury is pretty serious too. Yeah. So I mean, and that injury came super late. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So it's going to be state does that, but they also uh, they signed D'Angelo Russell. Oh, they traded for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, sign and trade. Um. So I mean, it's going to be. They lost KD. They're going to. I think they're going to be out. It's going to be the Super Slash Brothers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think. I think Golden State is on the back end of their dynasty, though. Like, I I think it's starting to look like... Not really, because if you really think about it, they won those... How many? Two titles? They they won three, right? Curry has three? Yes. They won two without Durant. It was just him and Clay. Right. So what what changes now? They had a D'Angelo Russell. I think it'll be okay. I mean, D'Angelo Russell is no KD. No. But... That is a strong... It's a strong acquisition. Yeah, they won without him. So I, th- I think they'll be okay. Another huge signing for me, uh, because over and over again, he's been saying, I'm staying where I am, I want to win where I am, is Kemba Walker. Which, as a Knicks fan, God pisses damn. me off even more. Because he could have came to New York too. Because he could have gotten... Because he's not injured. Nope. So there's no excuse for it. Nope. He could have gotten one of the maxes to uh, to accommodate R.J. Barrett, kept that cap space. You would have still had cap space going in. But instead of Julius Randle, you got Kemba Walker complimenting R.J. Barrett. Yep. I feel bad for R.J. Yeah. I feel so bad for R.J. Barrett, man. It sucks. But Kemba Walker signs with the Celtics. Four years, one forty. Yes, which is even worse. Yep, yep, yep. Considering the Knicks and the Celtics. Fucking stupid. What? Uh, this uh, it makes, Al, it, Al makes Horford, it makes no sense. Or from Boston to Sixers. Horford left Boston. Left Boston, signed with the Seventy Sixers. Yep. What do you? And I, I like him more than Randall. I'll I, say that. I like that. I like that move actually. Going to Philly. But uh, and he's now Ben Simmons is resu- is getting a freaking max extension. What the fuck is this, man? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, man. Um. So. So it's 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 just this whole thing. It boils down to every signing of these max contracts. It boils down to the Knicks. It yeah. does. Every every contract. And we know KD and Kyrie, they wanted to kind of play together. I thought Kyrie was going to the Lakers because... Go play LeBron. Because he wanted to... No, he wanted to play with AD, and he has history with LeBron. It only made sense. Yeah. 
So the fact that he followed KD to to Brooklyn. He also had KD and Kawhi talking about playing together too, and they both could have signed in New York. You, yeah. The Knicks aren't even in the mix for Kawhi. I know, and they were talking about playing together, and they could have came to New York. This yeah. makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It makes it makes no sense. It's stupid. How Kawhi Leonard, who is the best basketball player playing right now? Correct. Who just came off of winning a championship? Yep. He got his chips with the dip. Yes. <laughs> his plane actually just landed in Toronto, like literally before we started recording. So supposedly, a guy that looked like Kawhi Leonard landed in well, a Toronto he, he airport. He said that he was meeting. With Toronto last. Uh, yeah, I believe he's then meeting make, with them today. making his decision. Did he even meet with the Knicks? Do we uh, even know that? I'm sure if KD signed in New York, well, with the Knicks, then I'm sure he would have. The Knicks still have plenty of cap space to offer Max. But? But they're not going to fucking do it. Nope. Because guess what? They're the idiots. Knicks are the Knicks, and they're going to do Nick things. It's almost like the Mets. It's, it is almost like the Mets. Well, it's the same blue and orange, so it makes sense. It's it, it, Oh, well, that's what throws out there. By the way, since we're on the Mets, yeah. we passed Bonilla Day, July 1st. Yeah, okay. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yep. Every year on Bobby Bonilla Day, I try my best to get a dollar bill and burn it <laughs> as a tribute Don't to the that, Mets gods. That's also against the law, but that's right. Monopoly money. That's what I meant. <laughs> Monopoly money. Um, so I, it just it, this, it boggles my mind. Uh, I'm I, I apologize. I and I don't. I feel like I feel like I have to apologize. It's not even. We have no say. I mean, we host a sports show. We know a lot about sports and signings and shit like that. I have to apologize to my listeners because of the Knicks. I ha- we're sorry. We, we live in the area, like it, like it's. I don't know, I don't know, but all I have to say is thank God for the New York Rangers. Oh no, they're actually the name of the show's gonna be "Fuck You, James Dolan." Fucking James Dolan, man! What are you doing? We're not. It, it's. Just, it, I'm sorry. It boggles my mind. All right, I think we should get off basketball now. We're not even talking about Kawhi. No. Like, it's not I, even I, coming I, I, up. I, I just had basketball. I'm just going to basketball because I'm going to just keep bringing up the Knicks and how much James Dolan's a fucking piece of shit. I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's it's so frustrating. All right. All right. Jimmy Butler to the Heat. I like that move a lot. I do like Jimmy I Butler. I saw it a, a while ago. He put up like, nah, like a magazine article. said, one thing you'll never wear, a Miami Heat jersey. <laughs> and he signs Oh, yeah, Miami. I know. Signs on Miami. I know. Oh, my God. What a clown. Well, he's taking his uh, his talents to South Beach. Yes. So. All right, LeBron. Um. Oh shit, man. Who else? Got, who else on somewhere? Uh, now we have Rubio to the Suns. Yes, Ricky Rubio was traded. Uh, well, no, he was signed by the Suns, but um, Corver was traded to the Suns, and then they're buying out his contract yeah. to free up the cap space to sign him. So there's there's a there's something there and. Corver has a lot of landing spots he could go to as well. Um, a oh, Iguodala got traded to Memphis. Yes. Yep. Uh, which is great because they just signed. They just resigned Porzingis to a, to a max. Memphis, not Dallas. Memphis. Well, uh, 
Pretty the Mavs. No, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, Should I'm Jay, sorry. Jay Morant. I'm sorry. Oops. Yeah. Well, anyway, Porzingis was re-signed well, to a max. Yeah, Dal- <laughs> Porzingis has... No, Dallas has the rookie of the year, Luca. Yes. Yeah. It's a good team. It's good. They're gonna. They're Solid. gonna. They're gonna come up pretty well. I think. He also had who else? Derek Rose signed with the Pistons. Yeah. Two year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who else. This is, I'm, I'm just going off the top of my head. See what I remember. Well, I have it right here. Tobias Harris resigned with the with Sixers. Sixers yeah. uh, Chris Middleton with the Bucks. Yep. Um, with Giannis MVP. Stud. Yep. Um, Bogdan left the Bucks. Bogdanovich? Where did he go? He went somewhere. Uh, I think he stayed in... No, he went to the Jazz. Yep. Um, you got uh, these players that are still unsigned. Um, the two, well, the major ones, you got Kawhi Leonard, obviously. Obviously. DeMarcus Cousins is another name that's still out He'll there. Come, he can come to New York for a one-year deal. That'd yeah, be, why not? Yeah, couldn't hurt. We can't get much worse. We just need someone that can play. And I, I like, I like Julius Randle. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was like the one shining spot with the Knicks, and even the contract he signed was a decent three years. Was a decent million. mark for him. It's fine, but um, why not have a Cousins there for at least a year? Couldn't hurt. Build up Barrett. I mean, we have a young center though, Mitchell Robinson, so it's not that bad. Yeah, and I, I like, I like Robinson, but. You still don't have a leader. Yeah. You need a veteran. Another veteran. And I still don't trust Barrett to run a team by himself. You can't. Because he didn't do so well without Zion in college. So I don't... I don't... I can't see him yeah. by himself. Dennis Smith Jr. The lineup should be Smith Jr., RJ, Knox, Randall, Robinson. Now here's what else that bugs me. Now something real quick. Um, Are we still talking then, about the fucking Knicks too? I, I have one last point to make about the Nets. Which still bugs the shit out of me about the Knicks. It coincides with each other. Katie and Kyrie signing with the Nets. They are taking pay cuts for um, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Who was the Knicks last year? Who was the Knicks last year? Why couldn't the Knicks do that? Because it's the fucking... (laughs) Knicks. Katie and Kyrie, we could have re-signed um, DeAndre Jordan, which would have made sense because he already knows that organization. To everybody against the Knicks. It's the world against the Knicks. Every, I'm telling you, every contract that's signed, it goes back to the Knicks. It does. Terry Rozier to the Hornets. I don't know why they just didn't trade each other. Kemba and Rozier. They literally switched teams. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, I mean, Bobby Portis, the Knicks. Yeah, who cares? Enos Cantor to the Celtics. Yep. Oh, you had uh, Damian Lillard. Huge extension. Fucking Knicks. No, you know, he signed a contract extension. I know. Yeah. So, he wasn't a free agent. I know. But he's. But he was on the radar. Well, he, he was. was another name that was in the mix. Was he signed like a six-year, like two hundred and something million dollar contract, something like that? Absurd. <sighs> All right, let's fuck basketball. Now that my blood pressure's skyrocketed, get off it. 
I'm gonna fuck it. Um, stupid. So <laughs> let's 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 usa. Let's just no. Let's just let's take a breath. Go. We still gonna fucking rage? No. The Yankees. Their home run streak ends at 31 games against the Mets. <laughs> I literally saw one pitch of that game, and it was literally the Edwin Diaz save pitch where what's his face bobbled it and saved it. Yeah, Wilson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh man. All right, here's the thing. Okay, I mean, it may it makes me happy. I like I kept saying, I don't hate the Yankees, but it makes but whenever they play the Mets, I absolutely hate the Yankees. It makes me happy to see that the Mets ended the streak. The Mets, for some reason, they have the Yankees number. They have for years. For some reason. Which makes no sense because they can't even get out of their own way. That's what I'm saying. The Mets have come into the season with, on paper, one of the best bullpens in the league. It is horrendous watching the Mets bullpen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Really bad. It doesn't matter. And, and, And the lineup is actually scoring runs. The lineup's actually scoring, and they're get, they're getting the run support that they desperately needed from, especially the last couple of years. Now the problem is the pitching. Are you fucking joking? I had an argument with a friend of mine a couple of days ago, saying that, "Oh, how do you feel about that trade now with with Seattle?" I love it. I you know what I fucking fuck. I don't know how to feel now, because I because at that time we had the best closer in the league at the time. At the time, Edwin Diaz was the best closer in the league at the time, and plus, it was a, it was Robinson Cano coming back to New York. Yeah, it made sense when it when it, when it happened, and I was really excited. Now, Edwin Edwin Diaz is a nobody. The bum. He's blowing saves left and fucking right. It's, they can't handle the bright lights in New York. Seth Lugo's given up key hits, oh, and he's, he's supposed he's to be awful. one of he's supposed to be one of our better middle relievers. It's trash. I don't. I just. I don't trash. understand. Familia trash. Hot garbage. I don't. Don't get it because we came in with the bet. One of the with one, easily one of the top three bullpens coming into the coming into the season. Basuda. I just. I don't get it. It's. It's so hard to watch. It really but is. But I can't take my eyes off it. It's like one of those like burning dumpster fires. You just can't help but watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like seeing you. Like you see smoke off in the distance. You want to look away, but you can't. <laughs> and you hear the sirens coming. <laughs> you want to yeah. go towards it because you want to see it. I it's, It boggles my mind. We get all this run support. We have the lead going into the 7th, 8th, ninth innings. And they just, they get lost. We should be up and we should be, we should be, we should be at least having a wild card spot with a lead on it. We should at least be two or three games in the wild card spot. But it's the Mets. It's the Mets. And what about, I heard... The manager, like saying, "A fuck you up to a reporter." All right. Well, so so uh, what happened was <laughs> what had happened was this is this this see this oh man the see this blew up to a proportion that is a little nutty because it had something to do with the media itself. Well, uh, yeah, the media is a pain in the ass. Mickey Calloway and Jason Vargas went after a Mets beat writer because. The Mets beat writer said, hey, Mickey, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Which means that he expects something horrible to happen tomorrow. That's that's basically the insinuation of that statement. Yeah. When people read that, and they're like, oh, he just said he'll see you tomorrow. Why did he blow up? No, it's a it's a baseball I mean, thing. It's one of those things that you have to hear and understand where they're coming from. Right. And plus, it's a beat writer. Beat writers are usually there for big storylines. 
There's really no big storyline with the Mets besides them sucking asshole. Yep, that's that's the right. only storyline with the Mets right now. So for him to say that to Mickey's face, it was an overreaction on Mickey and Jason's part. But I understand it. But it was done in, in the wrong way. Oh yeah. So he had to apologize, and then he had to, and then he he said that they he spoke to the writer privately. Then he had to come back into the media room to apologize, to clarify, because it wasn't fucking clarified, apparently. Oh, when I said I spoke privately, it means that I it means that I apologize to him. I apologize. Get the fuck on. Yeah. Mickey Calloway's not long for this world in terms of management. Nope. You know you're missing? Mr. Bobby Valentine. Oh. Yeah, I do miss him. Yeah, I do. You, you know, you know, uh, and, it, and it's something I heard, and it was something I heard for a split second on on the radio. Um, the Mets, you know, who's available is uh, Mr. Joe Girardi. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? But but Joe Girardi wouldn't take no shit from his team. Nope. That would completely one eighty the team, man. He'd ruin his fucking life. How the Mets? How? Because I think all Yankee fans would despise him. Why? Because he was a Yankee? He managed the Yankees? Yeah. How about a little name drop I don't know, by the name of Yogi Berra? Who's that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I know. And he's beloved. Yeah. And he, he did well with the Mets when he was manager. But... I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just well, saying that, you know. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. Um, the all-star team, getting a little nutty because players are going down. And it usually happens around the all-star game and stuff. Players are going down with injuries in the regular season because they're still trying to go into the Midsummer Classic. Um, you know trying to get leads and stuff. So players, so you're going to see a lot of players go down with injuries, players who were selected in the All-Star game. Just like right now, Tommy Listella, 10-day DL. 10-day DL. Right before, too. Literally, yeah, he's on my fantasy team, fucker. Um, my my hugest complaint was the fact... I, I, I hate Major League Baseball's All-Star voting system because it's not run by the players like the NBA is. It's run by the fans. It's run by the fans, and it's just a big popularity contest. And I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say his name again. Peter Alonzo is the best first baseman in the National League. Freeman's there. Fre- no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Freeman is there, but but Alonzo's numbers are insane. Yeah, he's a rookie, but he deserves to be. And 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 you know what happened? The moment that I. I decided to myself that next time I record the show, I'm going to talk about and rage on it. He's in the home run derby. Yeah, he is. Fine. Okay, he's in the home run derby. I'll, I'll, I'll let that go. I'll let that one go. And he's an alternate. Jeff McNeil's also an alternate. But Jacob deGrom's an all-star. Which, you know, he's the reigning Cy Young Award winner. Well, yeah. It's a popularity contest, bro. Always is. Always has know. been. Always will be. I don't know. Uh, my my guilty or not guilty today was going to be that the National League is going to dominate the All Star Game. No chance. Um, I since I have since changed it, but 
Uh, I just I, I I personally see the national. I, I think the National League is going to have a great game against against American League. Um, however, it just all depends on the pitching and stuff. But the All Star game doesn't really matter. It doesn't. It matters for nothing anymore. Right. No. Because of the pop field or right because of the because of the popularity contest. That's all it is, dude. It's yeah. just a giant popularity contest. But not every All Star not every All Star break is as good as basketball. That is true. Basketball All Star Break is the best in the in sports. So and it's run by the players. I think the the LeBron and Giannis draft. I thought that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. You know, and the game itself was a good game. These are the dunk contest. I mean, it is that who, is the best All Star. Who break. is in the home run derby? Well, you got um, Alonzo, Peter Alonzo, Vlad Jr., uh, Christian Yelich. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now. Look, look it up. Josh Bell. Josh Bell. Okay. Uh, let's see. You have Vlad. You got Carlos Santana. Alonzo Yelich. Bell Acuna. Oh, stud. Rumors so far. Bellinger. Gallo. Mm. Judge. Marte. I like Joey Gallo and Judge. Otani. Hunter Renfro. Frenmil Reyes. Trout. Luke Voigt. Gary Sanchez. Baez. Throw rumors. So right now we got one... Who's officially in right now? You got Guerrero, Santana, Alonzo, Yelich, Bell, Acuna. Six. We're missing... Two more. Two more. Right. Yep. Yeah. Two more. Um, I think the two should be. I, I think it should be Judge, should be one of them. That'd be good. Just let Vogelbach do it. Ooh, that's another good one too. It's a fucking tank. It's a big boy, hefty. Although I will say Joey Gallo would be good in that too. Joey Gallo is a home run hitting machine. That's all he hits. Yeah. Didn't you say he has more home runs than singles? Yes. He, he guy hits dingers. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's on my freaking uh, team in MLB The Show. All he does is hit dingers. <laughs> Probably why I'm bad, like 112 with him. I love that little league kid. <laughs> and I hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, I mean, the Home Run Derby is always fun to watch. It's one of the things I love watching every year. Um, I Go go Alonzo. It's not going to happen. I really don't think. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll I'm rooting for Christian Yelich. Um. So that out there. It's really, uh, it's it's really all I have for baseball is just the all star stuff, which is not really a big thing. Although I will say this, my friend, Manny Machado, declining, his batting average is going down. It's going down, but it's still well over the two sixty mark at two seventy six. Okay, but I was on the show last week and he increased. I came back on the show. He decreased, so totally a matter of time before it gets even lower. Yeah, but you know what? He increased a lot two weeks ago. Yeah, that's when he started having that surge. But you're gonna have that all star break. We're gonna have to do nothing, and just gonna decline. I think the hope for you is that he injures himself sometime in the next couple days for the all star break because the all star no, break is I'm, our I'm, is I'm our really starting point. He goes like oh for like twenty. Goes like 258, then gets hurt. Our all-star break is the at least point. 
Yeah. So past the All Star break, if he goes down, the bet ends and whatever happens I'm happens. Fucked. Yeah, I know. So I'm hoping like it's, it's, he goes like over twenty, drops like two fifty eight, then gets hurt, and that's the end of that, and I win. Well, we're we're not hoping for an injury. Let's just get, not we're not we're, hoping no, for it. No, not, no, we're not. Hope anybody no. gets injured, but I hope you like fall down the stairs. But there is something <laughs> on the line here. So well, if you pull a Cespedes and just break your leg and <laughs> fucking walking on the ranch. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Now, now you just depressed me even more. <laughs> First the Knicks and the Mets. Thank God we started the show. There should with... be no blue and orange allowed in New York. <laughs> no, there, no, there really shouldn't be. It should be all red, white, and blue. Should relocate. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, it's really it's it's really the only thing going on in baseball in the world of baseball right now. And it's just the all star shit, um, and just the threat of you having blonde hair. It's really it. Or a blonde beard. Or or blonde or blonde hair. Let's you know. Beach, Whatever. Beach we'll, boy we'll see. There. We'll see. Well, I mean, it is beach season. That it is. <laughs> so. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Um, how long do we have here? It's forty-five minutes. Okay, perfect. So what we'll do now? We're we're gonna we're gonna go into the phase. Well, how about let's introduce one of our sponsors, because we forgot about those. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Okay. And this one's brought to you by Burning Arrow Designs. Which I royally fucked fucked last week. It's 100% all natural soy candles that smell good and will make your house smell good, your apartment smell good, even your bathroom if you got really smelly shit. So, can't beat it. Yeah. She got a good sense like lavender vanilla, Uh birthday cake. Cappuccino espresso, cranberry chutney, Mike's favorite, oh, for all you basic bitches, some pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, She's got some big candles, small candles, anything you need, party favors. Give her a call. Give her a message on Instagram. Give her, uh, what's it called? Oh my God, I'm fucking this up here. Wow. Uh, you can find her on Etsy. You can find her on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. Look her up, Burning Hour Designed, or <laughs> Lindsay Knapp. Go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Burning Our Designs. You spend $40 or more. Enter <laughs> promo code Mass Podcast. You get 10% off. So I know she's listening. Probably laughing at this right now. <laughs> I had a week off, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah, but you do that sponsor literally every time you have the mic. I know. I don't know where I was going with that little segment. So Anyway, um, this show is also sponsored by There's Always Room for Dessert which is a fast-growing uh, dessert company run by Crystal Flynn. You can find the you can find them on you can find her on Instagram at uh, there's always room for dessert NY. She's on Facebook and Instagram. She does full table spreads including weddings, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, birthday parties, um, gender reveals, which I went to two I, I went to one of them and had another one live feeded to me. My cousin uh, is pregnant. She's having a girl. Which I was the only one that called it, by the way. Anyway, off topic. There's always room for dessert. She does uh, amazing individual cake designs. She does cupcake designs. She also makes donuts. Any any type of your any type of dessert need that you need for your event, she will hook you up with that. Uh, that's again. Uh, there's always room for dessert. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. Still waiting for my fucking cupcakes. <sighs> so am I, my friend. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I haven't had much uh, sweets in a while. 
Um, it's time. It's time. It is time. So, uh, for those of you who are tuning in this week, um, who haven't listened to the show yet, which I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, because we have some we're some gold here. Um, we've been killing it recently with our fantasy football focus, and um, and we're focusing on different positions every week. We our first phase was overall top ten picks. Then we moved on to quarterbacks. We did running backs and wide receivers, uh, and that was in three three weeks in a row. And you can find them on our show, um, and you can find us on Anchor, Mass Podcast. We're also on um, iTunes, iTunes, Mass Spotify. Podcast, Spotify, um, and all, you'll see all the episodes up. Which, by the way, we have to change the name to the quarterback episode because it says quarterback. Oh. That's easy. <laughs> That's easy enough. I, I noticed that the other day. But um, if you want to go, uh, before you set up for your draft, go back to those episodes and, and listen to our analysis. We are going off of Matthew Berry's list, uh, which is an ESPN list that he that he's made. Um, and we're just going off of those top ten. This week is phase five. We are doing tight ends. And it's gonna it's it's interesting because it's a it's a very interesting tight end uh, list here, and I do have some questions. So, do you have the list in front of you? Yep. Are you ready to go? Yep. Are you ready to go? Yes. All right, let's do this. Again, this is Matthew Barry on ESPN. Uh, number one on his list is, of course, Travis Kelsey. I could agree with that. I have no question marks here. I think he's I think he's clear number one only because. They had the number one quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, who's who loves Travis Kelsey, and and I think the reason why he's number one here also is that there's really not a lot of wide receiver depth in Kansas City right now. I mean, you got Sammy Watkins coming into the season as the number one receiver. If you have Sammy Watkins as your number one, you're in trouble at least for a little while before Hill comes back. But it's going to be a little rough goings for first couple weeks, which I think is great for Kelsey. Yeah, it is. So. To be all the Kelsey show in Kansas City for a couple of weeks. I have no, I have no issue here. Um, I don't, I don't, I have no uh, injury issue. Um, the guy catches pretty much everything. The only thing I will say is maybe, you know, maybe he's a little inconsistent when it comes to yards after the catch. Yes. But other than that, maybe there's a, a slight drop there, but. This is the first list of tight ends we have without Gronkowski. Correct. Yep. Although the Patriots did say that he's a hundred percent playing. They don't know shit. They don't know shit. I think I think he's done it for at least a year. He'll be out. Yeah. Maybe next year he'll might maybe he'll pull a Marshawn and then just decide I'm not done yet. Fuck Marshawn. You never know. Um. So that's a clear-cut number one. I have no question marks there. Number two is another one I have no question marks for. Zach Ertz. My boy. Now, here's the thing. My boy. Here's the thing with Zach Ertz. I I love Zach Ertz because... With Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz loves Zach Ertz, exactly. When when Nick Foles was there, Nick Foles didn't really know how to utilize him very well. The wide receivers benefited more. Carson Wentz knows his weapon. Carson Wentz stays healthy. Zach Ertz is your guy, Absolutely. and that's the only question mark I have for Ertz. Like if you're to get 
Carson Wentz is your quarterback, make sure you grab Zach Ertz. A Carson Wentz Zach Ertz combo is it would be phenomenal in your lineup. Would be oh, would be awesome. The only thing I would say is that Carson Wentz he gets hurt. He does, and when he gets hurt, you know, if he does go down this year, there's really not a backup there to really handle the weight. But you never know. Zach Ertz could say, hey, just, just pass me the fucking ball. Oh, there, there's a, a solid backup in Philly for tight end. No, I'm talking about for quarterback. Oh, yeah. Never mind. There's really no backup quarterback yeah, no. to throw to, you know, the right, you know, the way Nick threw. But the, even even the way Nick, even when, even when, even the way Nick falls through in Philly, he wasn't a Zach Ertz guy. But now that Carson Wentz is the guy and he seems healthy, Zach Ertz is number one. My only question mark for Zach Ertz is the... Status of his quarterback. Yeah. That's really it. So we'll find out. So one and two, I'm 100% with. Number three. I like number three at number three. I like number three at number three as well, considering that tight ends are a little scarce. Yeah. I think because of, and I've been saying this over and over again, that these players on this team are sleeper picks. Absolutely. George Kittle is sitting at number three for San Francisco. With Jimmy Garopp. Yes, a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. When Jimmy G was healthy that first game, he went like 7 0. Yes, and George Kittle was the guy. Yeah. I think he's going to have a good relationship with Kittle, mostly because Garoppolo grew up in a Tom Brady system with Gronk. So Tom Brady loves tight ends. Loves tight ends. Ipso facto, Garoppolo has to love tight ends. Because the way that he knows football, Is he knows to throw to tight ends. Yeah. He learned everything from Tom Brady. But that, again, um, don't know the status. Garoppolo is healthy. Yeah, he had that injury last year. He's coming back healthy. Every San Francisco player on that offense is a sleeper pick. Yep. Because of an unknown Garoppolo and what he'll do. He had flashes of brilliance. Absolutely he did. When he played with the Patriots, he was great when he came in for Brady. But the Patriots make anybody look good. That's true. But at the same time, even... even he the did it in San Francisco when he first got traded. Right. And then when he when he came out, when Garoppolo came out in San Francisco, and he played really well before he went down. He was a really good quarterback before he got injured. And I think he had enough time to reflect. I think he's going to come back strong. And I think George Kittle is the fucking guy. Absolutely. He's the guy. And I like this. I like the first three. Number four... Nope. Don't like. I... Only, only because of the quarterback. The quarterback number four is Evan Ingram on the Giants. Nope, <laughs> no, and bigger no. I think we have a little bit of a hatred thing going on with the Giants, and I it, no, it makes I don't hate sense. the Giants is just Eli Manning sucks. Yes, Eli Manning does suck, but I think he sucks enough to know that he can dump off to his tight end. True, but we all know it's a Saquon show in New York. Yes, it's the Saquon show in New York, but it can't... If you dump the ball off, it's going to Saquon. But it can't always be the Saquon show. Why not? I mean, now that... All right. Well, the Giants, their offense, without Odell Beckham, they're going to be able to go after um, Saquon a lot more. But that also means there might be some openings for a dump pass, which Eli Manning is a god at. Throw a little slant around to freaking Golden Tate. Four-yard, five-yard dump passes. That's been his story, but his dump passes are usually to Saquon. Usually, he takes a lot of dumps. Evan Ingram is a vertical threat, though. If he gets in the but open, Eli he's going to be getting the open. Time to throw it deep. 
Right, because the offensive line is not that good. It's trash. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Eli wasn't even on Matthew Barry's list. But the tight end's number four here? No. It's a little It's a little scary. No. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't trust Evan Ingram here. I think the question mark. It, the question. It's, there's no health question marks. He'll he'll play games for you. He will, but he. I think he was hurt last year, though. Evan Ingram. Yeah. He was hurt last year. Oh, was he? Uh, yeah, he played eleven games last year. Oh, well, I mean, still eleven games is eleven games. It's not that. It's not horrible. But anyway. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the four here. I mean, I would put there are some there are some names on here I would put before him, um, but number five, I wouldn't. Nope. Only because uh, his numbers are not consistent. Number five here is Hunter Henry from the Chargers. Now, don't get me wrong, I like he the Chargers last year too. Yeah, I know. Um, and that's. I think that's the reason why he's so inconsistent because he's been he's been getting hurt, and I think that's the I think that's the major question mark he here. He didn't play last year. Hunter Henry. Yeah. Right. He's out for the whole season. Right, and that's the question mark. The injuries. Yeah. The inconsistency. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. It's a risk. But like, I mean, I mean, again, t- the tight end tight ends are really scarce. Really so are. having him in the top ten, I get it, but not top five. Not top five. I mean, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of tight ends here that could do better than that. I like number six. I just don't know if I like the quarterback too much. Um, well, or if he can stay on the field too. Well, uh, again, uh, it's a scarce position. I can see this guy in the top ten. I. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, again, it all depends on the quarterback. Number six here being O.J. Howard from Tampa Bay. Um, it's. It's it's tough to gauge this guy, only because of the quarterback situation. Ryan Fitzpatrick played well with OJ. That he did, but not OJ Simpson. Yeah, well, OJ Howard. Um, he played well with him, but um, Jameis kind of really didn't, only because Jameis and Jameis is a Mike Evans lover. I mean, how could you not? Well, yeah, how could you not? But Fitzpatrick wasn't extremely into Mike Evans when he played. Person I feel like it should be higher. It's number twelve. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So um, yeah, so OJ Howard number six. Um, I mean, I that's I mean that that's a question mark. He's another guy that he'll he'll some weeks he'll get you he'll he'll be fine. Well, mostly because that offense has nothing else really except for Evans. Pretty much. So, I mean, who's James- their running back? I don't remember. Yeah, me either. That's not bad. Me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if you if you don't know, then it's not important. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Hold on. Um. Peyton Barber. Okay. Untested. Yep. Um. So I mean, OJ Howard has been in the league for a little while, so he kind of understands it. But I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't see a lot of progression from him. Not really. I, I mean, don't, I don't mind number seven though. Because his quarterback loves tight ends too, like Tom Brady. So Eric Ebron. Yeah, um, Eric Eric Ebron is is now he's a little. It, it depends on the game flow, but he's uh, good or really bad. When he was when he was on um, 
when he was in Detroit, it was rough. It was brutal. Because Matthew Stafford wasn't a tight end guy. No chance. But I think Eric Ebron is now... I think he's on a team that... He'll get more looks now. Oh, without a doubt, he will. So I think his I think his receptions will uptick. But Because yeah. I think Andrew Luck is a little bit... He's an accurate quarterback, so... You know, passes up the middle, but O.J. Howard in open field is not great. Definitely not great. I mean, uh, Eric Ebron, excuse me. Oh, it, Eric Ebron in open field is not is not all there. No. But he's got decent hands. He doesn't drop a lot of passes. He takes a lot of inside passes, immediate tackles. Doesn't really get a lot of yards after catch, but I think he will get a lot of receptions this year. And PPR, I think that'll be a good tight end to run with. Um, now... I love number eight here, but I don't love him at eight. That is? Jared Cook. He's playing for the Saints now. Yeah. Now. Drew Brees loves. He Drew, loved Jimmy Graham when he was there. And he loved Benjamin Watson. Yeah. So, I don't like him at eight. I think I think he's a top five. Yes, In my is. opinion. Jared Cook had a rough go of it in Oakland because he had a rough quarterback. It's Oakland. It's it's Oakland and and he had a really inaccurate quarterback in Derek Carr, but what I'm saying here is that he's got Drew Brees going after him, who's who is looking out like I said, every, like I say every week about New Orleans, they're out for fucking blood. Yes, they are. So Drew Brees is going to find every opportunity to use any type of weapon that he can, and with the acquisition of Jared Cook here, I I really truly honestly think that he can. Step into the role that was kind of left by Mark Ingram, because Mark Ingram ran the ball. Kamara caught a lot of passes. Now Kamara needs to run the ball. Now need somebody else to catch him. Yeah, Jared Cook's going to end up catching a lot of those dump offs, but Jared Cook can get yards for you. I don't understand why Jared Cook is below guys like O.J. Howard or Hunter Henry. I think he should be in the top five. Well, I guess they, he must know something we don't know. Well, he's still in the top 10, which is very strong, so we'll see what happens. Um, but I do, I love Jared Cook. I think he's a great tight end. I think he's a great tight end to have your league with. I think I think he's in there for you. Number nine. Um, Vance. Vance McDonald for the Steelers. Vance Refrigeration. For the- <laughs> <laughs> um, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Vance McDonald. Um... Right now, he is the only tight end that's worth mentioning in Pittsburgh. Before, it was Vince McDonald slash Jesse James. Who is in Detroit. Yes. Sorry, Jesse. Um, it's, just, it's just another... Uh, with the Jesse James loss, I think Vince, he needs to step his game up. So I like the top 10 here. But at the same time, he is a little bit on the injury-prone side. You played 15 games last year. No, he was he was was it fifteen games or was it the year before then? I'm thinking the of the year before, because he, he was pretty out. He was pretty lost. Uh, the year before he played ten games. Yeah, I mean we'll I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean he's getting up there, but I mean the one thing I can take away from Vance is that he takes no shit on the field. Nope, he'll stiff arm the best of them. Oh, um, like that one in Tampa. Brutal. Yeah, it was crazy brutal, but. He loves catching the ball over his head, which means he gets yards after the catch. The only thing I could take away from this is that, like I said, in Pittsburgh, it's rough now because the coverage is going to change. So I have no, I have no issue with Ben, with Ben throwing his way, 
and I have no issue with the fact that now he's really the only tight end worth mentioning. But he's I don't I, the coverage is going to be off. Yeah, it's it's going to be weird in Pittsburgh with the receiving core. I do like the top ten here. I think he is a tight end that that would benefit you in the in the league. So, uh, I mean, power to you. You know, he's going to be a points getter. Uh, he is a he is an up and down tight end, vertical threat tight end, if you will. But he, I think he runs better in a West Coast offense. He did in San Francisco. Yeah, he did, and you know he kind of he did well there, but he didn't have a quarterback like Ben. So, All right, we'll see. He did well last year. We'll see what happens. He also did well last year with Jesse James there. So we'll see what happens. And number ten, rounding it off, is a guy that I personally like a lot. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. I like Austin Hooper here. It just all depends on Matt Ryan. It's exactly it. It depends on Matt Ryan. The only issue I have here, though, is uh, Matt Ryan loves wide receivers, and Atlanta has a bunch of them. So how many looks? How many looks will he get? Uh, it's really it's hard to tell. You well, know, last year he had, I think, seventy-one catches for six hundred sixty yards and four touchdowns. And the concerning part of that is that is the four touchdowns. Yeah, because tight ends are you know they're touch they should be touchdown machines. He's young. He's only twenty four. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of upside, and I like him here. I like him at ten here. Now there are some names outside of the top ten, like number twelve. You can even go number eleven. Uh, let's go number twelve. Well, I w- I would go number twelve over. So over. I, don't tr- I don't trust the quarterbacks and. Tennessee. Right. Number 11 is Delaney Walker in Tennessee. I I mean, Marcus Mariota's okay, and he knows Delaney very well, so we'll see what happens. There's not really a lot there, though. There's not a lot of action in Tennessee. So Delaney Walker is Delaney Walker is technically the guy there. He is. But I'm, I'm telling you, Tannehill's going to have that starting job by like week five. You think so? Yep. I don't know. Tennessee loves Marcus. He can't stay healthy. I know he can't stay healthy, but... I mean, he. I. I think they still view him as the future there, but they're going to be a bad team. Yes, they are. They're going to be a horrible team. But yeah, number twelve here, David Njoku. Yeah, should be in the top ten. He should be. Should be in the top five. Eh? Top five. Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, Cook, and Njoku would be my top five. Mm, it's a question mark. Now, here's the thing with David Njoku. David Njoku, he now has Odell Beckham as well in the offense, and still which Jarvis is gonna, it's going to draw coverage. Still got Jarvis Landry on the left side. I'm assuming I'm assuming they're going to put Jarvis on the left. I hope so. With Odell on the right. That'd be smart. Plus, yeah. you have the, the young kid, Callaway. That was his name, by the way, a couple weeks back. Yes. Real was, fast. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, was, was Callaway. He's he's a stud a slot receiver. Yep. Uh, plus, you got... Um, I mean, this offense is stacked. Njoku's going to find targets because I think Baker is smart enough and he has the awareness enough to dump off when those two are not open. And Let's hope so. And Odell and Jarvis will get coverage against them. So I, I really hope he doesn't have a sophomore slump, but I'm kind of we'll, we'll hoping for it. I mean, time. he had a ver- he had a very solid year last year uh, as a rookie, but he, um, I mean, he looked pretty good. He wasn't the best, but at the same time, he wasn't the worst. He was a tight end that was able to carry in your tight end slot. Yeah. So, uh, number 12 here, that's a steal for me. 
a hundred percent. But by the time, I mean, new, new, um, his average draft position is ADP is a lot higher than, than this. Because Matthew Berry is basically saying that because tight ends, tight ends should not get drafted early, no. unless you're Kelsey or Ertz. Every other tight end on this list should not be drafted until at least round six, five or six, at at the at the earliest, you know. So what Matthew Berry's saying here is Nujoku being twelfth, that he's expecting him to go pretty late in the draft because number twelve usually leagues are averaging twelve team leagues, so. He's saying that Njoku should be the last tight end taken in the draft. Well. That's a steal, man. I got my sleeper pick in tight end, so I love this guy. At, what number is he? 19. Trey Burton. Oh. Yeah, you know, and you know why, too? Because I love Mitch Trubisky. Yes. Stud. He's going to be fantastic. He really is. Uh, and Chicago... Uh, not really a lot of weapons there. He's already played a year with Mitch. Uh, I I just think it's you can only go up from there. But I, that's another steal. I do like that a lot. He he would be great bench tight end for you. Oh, absolutely amazing bench tight end. Um, number fourteen is a is a weird situation for me. Fourteen and fifteen. Fourteen and fifteen. Yeah, fourteen is Kyle Rudolph and seventeen and. Uh, yeah, seventeen also, and seventeen. And here, here's the thing. Last week, I I mentioned. Last week when we had James on, I mentioned to him that now that I thought about it, we have not spoken a single word yeah. about a Washington Redskin player. Who? <laughs> and I knew that today because we were talking tight ends. We were going to talk about him. Um, number seventeen is Jordan Reed. Now here's the thing with Jordan Reed. Uh, I don't trust his health. I Agreed. do not trust his quarterback situation. Agreed. And I do not trust his offensive uh, coordinator. I don't trust the way that offense is run. But what I do trust about Jordan Reed is that when he's healthy, he's got amazing hands. And he can run. Yeah. So, I mean... It, He's he's a great he's a great backup tight end. You got to think that this guy was at one point a top three tight end. At one point. At one point, at like two points. So I, it's interesting to see him here at seventeen. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's um, but number fourteen is Kyle Rudolph. Uh, he he should be he should be a little. I mean, I, uh, fourteen is a little low for me. He can't stay healthy, but he's a little bit low for me only because it's Minnesota. I think we're gonna see a different Kirk Cousins this year. Let's hope so. Because last year, it, last year was his first year in Minnesota, so he needed to, you know, get used to it, I guess. But I think now he's got some solid wideouts. I think he's gonna draw some solid coverage. You have a healthy um, um, Cook running for you, Dalvin Cook. Let's hope so. I think Kyle Rudolph can actually, actually have a season where he doesn't have to worry about carrying an extra load. So I think this is I think this is a good year for Kyle Rudolph and number fifteen as well is Greg Olson. You heard his foot, some of that being the year, right? That he came back yeah. at the end of the year, played. Um, but I mean, Greg Olson, he knows Cam Newton. That's really the only takeaway I have. Like if there's people, I'm tell you, I would tell you stay away from. Twenty six, Tyler Eifert. 
Absolutely cannot stand Tyler Eifert. Stay away from Jesse James in Detroit. Yeah, but that's I think that's more of a Matthew Stafford thing. Um, stay away from TJ Hawkinson, Detroit. It's Detroit. Stay away from Chris Herndon from yep, the Jets. I just saw that. Um, Is there anyone who's on the top 10 that you sh- are staying away from? Like who in, in the, the top, top 10? 10? Who in the who in the top ten you most avoiding? Evan Ingram, because it's Eli. Okay. I don't trust Eli. Plain and simple. I would probably just go. I'd probably go OJ Howard. I'd say him or Hunter Henry. I'd probably go OJ Howard. I'm avoiding him. One See, person thing is that, like, Evan- on here though that needs to pull his head out of his ass is number twenty five. Right. Let me check it. I'm right. Is it right? Oh, Matt Lacoste? No. Hold on. I'm in defense right now. Oh, Lacasse? Lacasse? 23. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Jimmy Graham. You got, like, the best quarterback throwing your way, too. Pull your head out of your fucking ass. You got a quarterback that spreads the ball around, too, man. Uh, it just... Let's, let's compare the stats real quick to New Orleans. He had 2013-2014 in New Orleans. He had... 144 targets, 86 catches, 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, 2014, 124 targets, 85 catches, 10 touchdowns for 900 yards. It was a bust in Seattle, except for the last year. Last year in Green Bay, played 16 games, 89 targets, 55 catches, 636 yards, two touchdowns. And the most concerning part of that is the two touchdowns. Yeah, two. You have you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league throwing your way. I mean, there's no excuse here. There's no excuse here. You know what it's like to be successful. Just be successful. So this just goes to show how much you should love Jared Cook. Yeah, 100%. Literally, he went from 2011, 12, 13, 14... He had 149 targets, 135, 144, 124. And went 11 touchdowns, 9, 16, and 10. Yeah. So much Jimmy uh, Jimmy Graham declined from leaving New Orleans. How much Jared Cook should freaking destroy everybody with freaking Drew Brees. So, we'll see what happens there. Get your head out of your ass. Fucker. Is, is, is the underlying morale of that story. Um, I just have two more names to mention on here that uh, I believe are sleeper picks, and uh, then we'll move on. Um, one of them on here is a uh, guy, uh, number 22, is Noah Font from Denver. Now, I know Font? I know that it's, a, it's the Joe Flacco show now. He's elite. <laughs> but I got to say, it's, he's a rookie. He is a rookie. But it was one of the. I think it was one of the better fits for him because Denver Denver needed a tight end. They did. And now that De, uh, Demarius Thomas isn't there anymore, um, you got Emmanuel Sanders picking up the slack. He's a big tight end. He's got. He had great. He had great hands in college. So I'm I'm interested to see how this rookie associates with the NFL. But I think he could be that he could be an under the radar superstar for tight ends. 
I think he could be. And when he was drafted, they compared him to Gronk. So I'm, I'm interested to see how he'll he'll uh, how he'll do. Another one I'm interested in. The last guy, uh, not the last guy on the list. Uh, number twenty nine is Gerald Everett. And L.A. the Rams. I, and any receiver on the Rams organization is going to have a big year because of the whole Gurley thing. That's going to, I mean, Gurley and his knee. I don't know what the status is on that, but. If you're looking to grab a second tight end, I think Gerald Everett could be a great fill-in on the bench for you. I'm liking this Matt Lacoste in New England because you know Tom Brady loves Tom Brady tight loves ends. tight ends, but so. Tom Brady loves to spread the ball around. I think without Gronk, uh, his trust may be his trust may lie more in his wideouts. But yeah, yeah. the Patriots got rid of uh, Safarian Jenkins, so it probably clears the way for him. Clears the way for who to come back. Gronk. The Gronk. So it's not happening. It's not. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Maybe next year. Like I said, uh, he could he could turn around. Uh, he could turn around mid season and just be like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to come play again." You never know. But the Patriots are pretty adamant in the fact that he'll come back. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. So those were tight ends. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited that we got past this point because next week's going to be rough because we're doing defense and kickers. I think we should just skip it. You think so? Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're on this journey. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Well, we'll we'll discuss about it. I guess we'll post what we're going to do. But um, now that we're done. With phase five, with the tight ends, um, let us know what you guys think. If we miss someone, uh, let us know. Um, I'm really excited for fantasy football. Uh, like we've been mentioning, now that we're done, now that we're done with the main phases, who knows about defenses and kickers? Um, we have to really get into depth about uh, forming our leagues. Uh, we are in the process of talking about how we're going to lay them out. So we are going to have a ma- mass podcast leagues. Yes. We're going to have multiple ones. Plural. Plural. So it's it, there's plenty of chances for our listeners to come on in and, you know, get in on the action. Um, we'll let you know more when we have more information, but we are currently discussing about it. So inquire within, you know, let us know um, if you have any ideas for it too. We would establish that. We're just, we're on the phases here. So, but we do have some time. We do have a few months. So, um, we get on that. Yeah, we, yeah we'll, we'll get we'll on let that. you know. Uh, so that was tight ends. Uh, it wasn't as exhausting as wide receivers. I still have some energy left. So let's let's do some guilty or not guilty. Well, I'll start. Go for it. Yeah, my guilty or not guilty. Christian Yelich will win the home run derby. He is currently leading the league in home runs at thirty. At break, before break. Yeah, and technically we're still not done with with the first half. So Christian Yelich is on fire. I mean, it's, it really is. It's really hard for me to say not guilty on here, but look, but look at the other players in that home run derby. You know, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Peter stop. Alonso, He's Bell. Like these guys are You're just, just drooling every time Peter. You say Peter Alonso. <laughs> that's why. That's why I mentioned Vlad Guerrero first <laughs> to, <laughs> to make it not seem like I was excited about Alonso. Although I, I will say this though, I mean the fact that the fact that some of the now the home run derby is, has been known to wreck yes players swing. Um, I mean it ha- it happened to it happened to a lot of good players, but uh, 
I mean, I hope it doesn't happen to Yelich because I do like Christian Yelich a lot. He just, he just knows his shit. Um, it's hard for me to say guilty. It's hard for me to say guilty because there's so many other good solid bats in in this derby, and it depends on who the last two are too. Yeah, there's really still is. plenty of 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 uh, players who can fill those two spots and easily dethrone that. I mean, yeah, he's leading. He's leading the league in home runs. He's swinging the bat super well. He's on fire right now. He really is. It, I'm rooting for him. It'll carry over into the All Star break, but I'm... he's determined to win because, like this other podcast I listen to, they, these guys made a bet with each other saying if Yelich wins the home run derby, they have to eat each other's asses. So I'm rooting for it. What do you listen to? What no, is that? It's a Barstool one. Dear God. Yeah, it's entertaining. All right. So now Christian Yelich is in it. So go Christian Yelich. It's it's hard for me to say guilty only because of the other the other players in the, in the in the league. I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go not guilty on of this because I'm taking the I'm taking, You're taking the, Peter Alonso. So. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think Alonso will win it either. I think I think he gets eliminated round one. I mean, it's, I'm glad that he's in there, but I'm if I if I had to say someone to win, um. I want to see Vlad Jr. win. Too. I would like to see Vlad Jr. win. He would, uh, you know, I'd probably take him because he's got the sweetest power swing I've ever seen. One of them. I mean, he just gets it from his father. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, my guilty or not guilty? Um, the New York Knicks. I apologize in advance. Uh, the New York Knicks will be very, very active at the trade deadline this year. Not guilty. Really? Well, why? Because it's the fucking Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the Knicks. The Knicks so are the what, Knicks. What, what They're going to do, do Nick what, things. What do you do to the trade deadline? Get rid of everybody? Here's the thing. Get rid of Julius Randle? By the time the trade deadline comes, okay, not only will they have the cap space to accept trades, but they'll also have some young players and prospects that they could get rid of for some for some pretty big contracted players. Nobody wants to come to New York if James Dolan's still the owner. I understand that, but nobody. I understand that, nobody. but I understand that nobody <laughs> zero. But I don't think it's going to be a Dolan thing. I think it's going to be a players thing. It's hundred percent Dolan. I understand where you're coming from, but listen, listen, hear me out. I think it's going to be the players. I think it's going to be R.J. Barrett. It's going to be Julius Randle. It's going to be um, it's going to be Robinson. It's going to be guys that young young kids that are coming up saying, "Listen, I either don't want to play here or I want to play here, but we need to make some moves." And I think it's going to be a players' revolution in New York. I fucking hope so. It has to be with this with the whole free agency situation and all the, all the cap space, and they couldn't sign a single fucking max. It's just, it's disastrous, and I think the players know that as well. So I think when it comes to the trade deadline in the NBA, I think the Knicks are going to be very, very active. Well, we'll find out because fucking Knicks, James Dolan, you're a piece of shit. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, real quick, this day in sports, I only have one, which is um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, in 1987, on July 3rd, Daryl Strawberry threatens his teammates. <laughs> for criticizing his play and becomes an ordained minister. Oh my god. That's the only one I got. All right. Um just a quick shout out again uh RIP Tyler Skaggs, RIP Lorenzen. Uh 
my, our prayers go out to you, man. We, we, you know, our prayers go out to the families and the ball, the ball players as well. Um, <laughs> Super Bowl winning quarterback Lorenzen, R.I.P. Um, shout out to Alex Morgan. Quick soccer talk. Oh, Jesus. Doing the, the goat of all goat celebrations. Two days before the 4th of July, our Independence Day, we play England. England. Alex Morgan scores a, scores a goal. Sips some imaginary tea. Greatest celebration ever. Pinkies out, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, that was fucking great, man. Good fucking shit. No, Savage. They're playing in the uh, Netherlands now in the final. Okay, cool. I'm excited. U.S. Women's like 3 nothing. Calling it right now. 3 nothing. 3 nothing. Up, mm, I don't think I don't think they score on them either. Yeah, I'll, I'll go three three nothing sounds three good. I like it. Three zero sounds good. Um, all right. Before we leave, before I hand it off to a Rod for the sign off, uh, just a quick happy birthday to Brian Cashman. Fuck you. <laughs> I just wanted to, wanted to <laughs> squeeze that in there for you, bud. Um, so listen, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, next week, uh, we'll we'll do the layout. Maybe we'll have a phase six. We might even just go ahead and we might not even talk about it. We'll just we'll just give you the the list. But uh, very excited for you to have you back, Aaron. Good to be back. Miss you, man. It's good to be back. But solid solid Vegas trips. You know, clears your head yeah. and your bank account. So, all right. On that note, uh, that is. I think that's a wrap, sir. Yep, it is a wrap. Take it away, my friend. All right, now it's the end of our show. Don't forget. To find us on Instagram at Mass Podcast, some uh, Spotify, you got Anchor, you got iTunes. Look us up, look me up on Instagram at AA Rod, and look up Mike at. <laughs> I, I changed all my Instagram. Yeah, shit. I know you're fucking um, up here. Look me up. Uh, uh, I changed my Instagram account to a more business approach to the to this show. Um, it's at Mass underscore Moner Nation. Uh, and I'll be posting uh, sports updates. I'll be posting uh, just updates in general f- throughout the week when we're not recording. I'll be on there. So, uh, mass underscore Moner Nation um, on Instagram. A underscore A underscore Rod. <laughs> With two D's. A Rod. A, a Rod. <laughs> but yeah, look us up. Twitter, everything. We're all over the place. Don't forget about us. Also, don't forget to have a good time tomorrow on 4th of July. Celebrate America. 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 Have a good time. Drink, eat, do what you do. Celebrate. Don't blow your hand off. That's it. Don't pull a JPP and <laughs> hold on to some fireworks. But we will see you guys next week. Next week, keep on preaching on. <laughs>